Welcome to What's the Word podcast with myself, Nick Henderson, a resource that helps push you further in your faith by discussing what God's Word has to say about various topics that tend to trip up believers and keep us from advancing into the place God has for us. I'm so grateful you're tuning in today. And before we get into the content, I want to ask if this episode provides you any value that you would leave a review and also share this show on your social media. Those two things help a ton. With that aside, let's jump in to today's episode. What's going on, guys? Nick and Trevor back in the studio for another week of What's the Word podcast. Another one. Another one. Another one, as DJ Khaled would say. Trev Dog, how you doing today, buddy? Doing great. Doing great. Guys, this one's kind of funny because, I mean, you're hearing this on, you know, Monday at 8 a.m., but... We're actually recording this podcast like a, only a couple days after our other one on shame. So hope you enjoyed that one. Uh, but we are back with another hot topic. Uh, this week's topic is, as evidence in the title, is how to pick a career and a vocation. How to pick a career and uh, a vocation. And this is a big question, man. A lot of people, a lot of people I work with, specifically teenagers, college people, young adults, whatever. Even grown people, grown people, kids are always trying to figure out, like, what should I do for a career? Like, I'm in a career maybe, or I don't know if I should stay in this one, or, you know, I'm in college, I'm trying to figure out what I'm going to major in, or I'm just 17, 18 years old, and I have no idea what I want to do with my life. I have no indication whatsoever of my desire, what God would have for me to do as a job. So uh, we're tackling that question today, and hopefully going to give you guys some good handlebars to be able to ride to an answer to this Mm -hmm. question. But Trevor, as always... What are your initial thoughts of the question, how to pick a career or vocation? Yeah, I think especially amongst my friends, that's the biggest question right now for young adults is like if you go to any sort of like college young adult conference speaker thing, whatever, it's either about like relationships or like where does God want me to work? What's God's will for my career, my path? And even in for high school students and figuring out like, okay, I'm about to pick a college. And if I don't pick the right major, it's not going to set me up for the right job and all this kind of stuff. I don't even know what I'm going to do. And I'm spending all this money on college. So it's a big deal trying to figure out like, what am I going to do for the rest of my life? You know? Yeah. I mean, it's a big deal. And I think the truth is that your work is important. It says a lot about you, but it is not, nor ever should be your source of worth. God gives us that and God gives you that. We don't gain it through our occupation. And that's the first and foremost thing that we want to mention off the top of this is, and we're going to answer the question specifically. Like I want to give you some real things and we want to give you some real things to be able to determine where you're supposed to work at, but always recognizing that dude, your job is not you. It's just something that you do. Uh, and so that's the most important thing. But I think in jumping into like actually giving you guys some direction is that regardless of the salary, prestige, or security of a vocation, unless it truly aligns with God's will, you will never find true fulfillment. And so as we talk about jobs, as we talk about careers, it's important to recognize that this is really a question of what is God's will for my life mm-hmm. too. And I have, we have a previous podcast on this, uh, but it's going to be about determining largely what is God's direction for us. And so the only way to find, and I want to get your thoughts on this too, Trevor, on like how to find God's direction, you know, and specifically how that works out is the only way to truly find God's direction is to seek it earnestly and diligently, to seek it earnestly and diligently and actually desire God's will for your life. But Trevor, what are your thoughts on like the nuances of kind of like finding a job, determining where you're supposed to go, whatever that may be, and you know, just 
finding God's will in general. What are your thoughts? Yeah, well, I think firstly, like God's initial will is that you would come into a relationship with him. Like first and foremost, like that's yeah. the most important thing. Like general purpose of your life is not to get a job or to get a good job or a job that you like. Like that's not the number one purpose that God God has on your life. It's that you'd be in a relationship with him. And then after that, you know, that you wouldn't sin and that you'd bring glory to his name. And so there's many different ways in which you can do that and different jobs and career paths in which you can do that. And so some careers can be kind of taken off the counter. Initially there, we're like, okay, if this way of getting money is going to cause you to sin and be separated from God, obviously that's not God's will for your life. Uh, Mm -hmm. But it gets a little trickier and I think a little more uh, mysterious when you get into the more specifics and detailed of like, what does God specifically want from me? Like I have these two options here. I can either uh, work in this job for the rest of my life, or I can go the complete opposite end and I can work here. And if I were to go in this one place, would I be missing God's will for my life? But what do you think about that? Yeah, I think it's good. And I, I, I think in this, I kind of missed the opportunity to share a little bit about how I picked my career. And so you guys probably know at this point that I'm a pastor, but once upon a time, pastoring wasn't always what I wanted to do. You know, I can remember actually when I chose to be a pastor, technically I tell people I was a senior in high school and I was just having a conversation with one of my small group leaders slash coaches, my baseball coaches, and just a conversation around the idea of being a pastor, that vocation in general. And I knew from like that moment, like of just clarity of, okay, I want to be a pastor, but even though I made that initial decision there, I had a difficult time determining overall direction as I went through college. And so some complications came in the way. More specifically though, when I was in college, I took an internship at a, like a, it's like a healthcare firm. It's called Huron Consulting Group. You guys can Google it if you really are that curious about it. I mean, it's not that exciting, Uh, but it's healthcare consultation and I did sales and I love sales. And I feel like every pastor can do sales to a certain extent. Like sales is, for the most part, requires kind of like an extroverted personality. You like to talk to people, you like to serve people, help them out and find solutions for them. Uh, and as a pastor, I already had that affinity. And so when I did sales, I, you know, really did a good job. Like I really, and I really enjoyed it. And that had me kind of thinking, like, I think I was a junior in college. So I, it was like a year or so before I came out here, it had me really thinking like, dude, should I do this? And the money was good. And I was kind of weighing out like, you know, there's, there's, there's benefits here. There's flexibility here. Like I, I had like the option to maybe do that. And for a little bit, I even interviewed and, and tried my hand at it. Um, but that was a time in my life where I was really hardcore, like trying to figure out like what, like what direction am I, do I need to go in? Like, I understand pastors like more spiritual quote unquote, but I mean, this other one's not bad too. And for you guys listening, I mean, we're pastors, but Everything is ministry, right? Not everything is vocational ministry. And I think there is like, I'm of the opinion that there is a hard, like a pretty distinct line of like a call to full-time ministry, but there, like every job provides you the opportunity to minister and every job provides you the chance to reach people, to glorify God, to do all those things, which brings up another point. We were talking off air about this of like what you do as a job is not nearly as important as how and who you are in the workplace. Yeah. What you're doing is not nearly as important as who you are in that workplace. Recognizing the fact that it's less about, Oh, am I in supply chain or am I an accountant or am I going to be a marketing or am I going to go be like 
a physician or a pharmacist and more trying to figure out like, am I reaching the people in my workplace? Yeah. Am I sharing the gospel? Am I serving people? Am I operating in excellence? Am I on, am I showing up on time or early? Am I doing the work that's assigned to me? Am I operating with a strong work ethic? And that's going to be far more important than if you're decide to do a specific type of field or vocation. But Trev, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah. Well, scripture backs that up in terms of like, your responsibility within your work being really more important than what your position is or what company you're working with, what your job is. It's more about how you do it and why you're doing for the how. Uh, Titus chapter two, verses seven and eight says, in all things, show yourself to be an example of good deeds with purity and doctrine, dignified sound and speech, which is beyond reproach so that the opponent will be put to shame, having nothing bad to say about us. So number one, be excellent in what you do. You hear even secular motivational speakers saying all the time, if you're going to be a janitor, be the best janitor in the world. Like put all of your effort and your time into energy into this. And as a Christian, uh, that kind of shows the people around you, especially the non-believers around you, like there's something different about this person. And it's because it's the Holy Spirit working through us. So be excellent in what you do. Uh, and number two, like the why we're doing it, it's to bring glory to God. First uh, Corinthians 10 31 says, whether then you eat or drink, whatever you do, do all for the glory of God. So no matter what job you end up in and you might be kind of trying to figuring out like am i going to miss it if i choose this job over this job if you're excellent in that job and if you use it to bring glory to god uh i think that's in god's will yeah and i've you know i think and i think the best way to exude a strong work ethic and be excellent at your job is to follow your fire and that to recognize you will never produce long term at a job that you're not passionate about don't settle as Steve Jobs would say, and keep looking for what you know fires you up for the glory of God. But Trevor and I got in an interesting conversation about this, and he was like, please don't bring this up on here, but I'm going to bring it up, <laughs> is like, Trevor was telling me that that you don't think that it matters if someone is passionate about, the, or, the, Not, or that it shouldn't be the end-all be-all, I guess. I don't think it has to be. I don't think your career has to be like your number one passion in your life. Like, I think there's a huge benefit if what you do for a living is what like you enjoy, you know, like I, I enjoy getting to do full-time ministry. Like I find joy in that, but also one of my passions is disc golf, right? But because I enjoy disc golf, because I'm passionate about it and I'd say I'm decently skilled at it, that doesn't mean I have to do that for a living. And the reason I say that is because, you know, I don't think there's, kids at elementary school when it says what's your dream job and they're like i would love to be a front desk clerk at yeah, a firm yeah, yeah, yeah. you know like that's that might not be somebody's dream but you could be doing such effective ministry and doing it excellently and bringing glory to god for that and mm-hmm. you can have passions outside of that job like you could be a front desk clerk uh, but your passion is hospitality and you're hosting a bible study at your home every week or you're mm. you know going out to the gym and that's your mission field you don't have to work at the gym but like that's your passion that's your fire but you also have a job that you can be excellent in and you know reach people who don't know Christ so that's kind of where I was coming from that yeah i think that's a good caveat too um and i and i think it's both and right of you know we think of the apostle paul and he was a tent maker and you know he didn't get paid full time as a pastor. He got paid some, I'm sure, but it wasn't enough to pay the bills. Like he had to make tents. He had to be an entrepreneur and sell things and do things like that. And there were things that you guys are gonna have to m- make mature decisions. And for all my man, I love you guys. For all my 22 year old, 23 year old people who 
or hear my advice, you know, amening, like, follow your fire. Yeah, I'm waiting for what I'm passionate about. Yes, don't settle, but also recognize you got bills to pay, and adults pay bills. And so, <laughs> like, I was talking to a young man the other day, like, telling me that, oh, like, I'm just working at this pest control pit place until I can find, like, what I really want to do. That's maturity. Yeah. Like, you're not always going to be in the season where you're doing the thing that you absolutely love the most. Yeah. Because it's maturity to say, well, I got to make some money. I got to make so I got to I got to provide. I got to do whatever I need to do to get on my feet, get my own place or whatever that looks like for you, right? But also recognizing simultaneously, well, God has called you to big to big things in the occupation world. And there's no shame in doing what you're passionate about because it's when your passion is where the work ethic, the excellence, the showing up early, all that stuff is going to come more naturally yeah. as opposed to if you're just doing something because dude I mean, if you work 46 hours a week, I mean, dude, that's like the majority of your life you're spending at work. And so you want to take special care to do what you're passionate about and to yeah. do what you love when it you're able, but also recognizing sometimes the chips don't fall like that for people early on. Like yeah. if you're 20, 23, 24, 25, 26, 27, whatever, even under 30 or even young 30s, there's a chance you're going to do a job that like is maybe on the step to doing what you want to do, but it's you're going to be entry level. And recognizing that or you're not going to love every aspect of the job because you're entry level and that's okay. You're not going to love how much you get paid because you're entry level and that's okay because you're still going to honor God in that. You're still going to use it as a witness. You're still going to do that for the utmost glory of God. Yeah, and that's what it's about. It's about being faithful in what's in front of you. It's, mm. it's very easy to think like if I choose this one thing right now, does that mean it's going to be what I'm doing for the rest of my life? Like sometimes, possibly, but not always. Yep. You know, this just could be where you are in this season of your life and then it might lead to something else but if we're being faithful and obedient like to that season like you might enter a job and it turns out it's like terrible and you're like this is this is not where i'm supposed to be and then you pivot and you alter and you make adjustments um but it's kind of just approaching that of like one step at a time i feel like we put a lot of pressure onto this question of like what am i supposed to do for the rest of my life where it's like what am I supposed to do right now? Yeah, just do the next right step, the next thing that glorifies God to the highest degree. Just do that next because in the end, we have freedom in what we do for work and where we do it. So don't lump a ton of pressure on finding the perfect fit or hitting some heavenly bullseye. Like that's not how God's will works. God's will is more of a general direction, more of a, a coupling of commandments and scriptures and insights than it is like oh well there's the spot x marks the spot oh my gosh you're an accountant you've you've hit it in the middle oh wait you're you know oh my gosh you're a sales rep you're supposed to be an accountant it doesn't work like that right you have ample opportunity to choose the position that you want to be in and unfortunately for a lot of us um if you're different let me know please i'd love to have you on this podcast god likely won't give you the audible directive to choose a specific career more typically, however, he calls us to take responsibility for making good decisions about how to use our gifts in the world um, because God has given us all gifts and the best way to determine direction is to see how, how God has gifted you. God has created every Christian with unique abilities, desires, and gifts to accomplish his will through them. So that's 1 Corinthians chapter 12, you know, the body, parts of the body, stuff like that. And paying very close attention to that, being self-reflective a little bit. If you're good at math, maybe engineering. If you're not good at math, maybe not engineering. You know, if you feel like to write, if you like to teach people, maybe a teacher. We need teachers right now. If you like medical stuff, be a doctor. If you like writing, you know, try your hand at being an author. You know, whatever it is, whatever you yeah. feel like fires you up, whatever you feel like gifts you have, pay attention to that. Be self-reflective. Think. Ask people, what am I good at? What do you think? What should I do? You know, all that stuff. But 
as you're listening to this, you're probably like, dude, Nick, Trevor, like, help me out here. What is, like, give me some, I'm just trying to figure out, like, I just need an idea, man. Like, I, I'm, I'm not that specific yet. You know, I'm not in between two things or three things. I'm sitting here. I have no idea what I'm supposed to do uh, with my life. And so I want to give you guys some some questions, five questions to guide you um, in making your career decision and what you want to do, at least in the short term and the next step. Number one the question to ask yourself is, have I prayed about this? Have I prayed about this? That if, you know, the difference between what you can do and what God can do is always prayer. And so recognizing that God's trying to guide you, baby. Pray. Pray about it. Give it up to him. Pray specifically. God, what do you what would you like me to do for my life for job wise? Uh, number two is ask yourself, does this position prospectively what you have in mind, does this position or venture, if you want to be entrepreneurial here, align with my God given passions? Don't put yourself in a spot where you're gonna struggle. Don't put yourself in a spot where you are going to hamper the company or thing you're going to be a part of that doesn't help anybody involved. And so recognizing like, am I, if I'm good at this, okay, if I'm good at it, let's move forward. If I'm not, then maybe I need to reflect a little bit more. Number three is what feedback have my trusted loved ones and mentors provided to me? What feedback have my trusted loved ones and mentors provided for you? As every single week goes by, Trevor, I always find myself with this accountability. Yeah. Christian community, baby. Christian community and accountability. We need people in our lives to help support us and encourage us in the right directions that God would have for us to go. Job-wise is no different. Talk to loved ones. Talk to mentors. They, uh, you know, American American Idol and all these edition shows remind us every single year that some people ain't good at stuff that they think they're good at. Yeah, your mom told you you're good at singing, <laughs> but we're not saying that. That's right. <laughs> and so getting people to help you um, and determine for you what you're actually good at and gifted in uh, will be super, super helpful. And oftentimes the outside eye is a little bit more accurate than the internal emotions we try to make decisions with. So that's number three. Uh, number four is, will this help or hurt my walk with God? Will this help or hurt my walk with God? Where are you going to go work out? Are you going to be a bartender? Probably not, right? Like, are you going to go, you know, do something that is going to hamper your overall relationship with God or is it going to help it? I don't know. Only you can determine that. Um, this could go as far as like changing locations for a job too. Maybe you're in between two jobs or, you know, you're thinking about moving states. Well, you know, what's, what's the new state like? What's the new city like? You know, is that going to put you in position? Are you leaving a great church home? You know, you have to weigh that very carefully. Is this going to help or hurt your work with God? And speaking of community and church homes, the last question is, and very specifically, what kind of community will I have in the workplace slash my local area? Dude, people overlook this all the time. One yeah. more time for you guys. What kind of community will I have in the workplace slash local area? Trevor, I know you took, we were just talking about this like off the recording here. You were like, I'd probably like to be in this area because I have my friends and my family, right? That's a big deal. Like when I was 22 years old, I came from Liberty University from Lynchburg, Virginia. I came out here to Texas to be a pastor. I'd never been to Texas until I, the first day of this job. I didn't know anybody, diddly squat, zero people, right? I got out here. And the hardest part of being out here was never my job. It was never the tasks that were assigned to me. It was always the lack of community that I had. And that's something, dude, if you're coming out of college and you're looking at moving halfway across the country to take some job, just know the biggest adjustment of all of that is never going to be about the fact that you get assigned a big overload of tasks and duties for your job. It's always going to be about when you go home, who do you spend time with? Yeah. 
on Sundays, on Saturdays, on Friday nights, who are you spending time with and who do you plan, what people do you plan to be around? Because the kind of community you have in that workplace or or local area is going to be paramount to your overall growth as a believer. Especially coming out of college, like choosing where to live and where to work, like you're not guaranteed friends. You're not guaranteed community. You might be guaranteed that job, but if instead you said, okay, you know, where is my community I, I can find that there and then find a job through that that's a lot easier than going across the world because there's just an open door and then trying to find like you know that it's not possible mm-hmm. uh, but there is huge benefit in you know being in a place that you have people around you that support you because then that's people that go through life with you Absolutely. no matter the job Oh my gosh, the people in your local area are way more important than the position you will ever take I promise you yep. regardless of pay. Regardless of anything else, the people in that area are going to be the most important thing that you're going to have. So with that said, guys, I hope that helps you. I hope that guides you in the right direction. And we really appreciate you tuning in this week. And we love you guys a lot. Enjoy. Peace. I hope this episode helped you out and provided you tons of clarity and encouragement. If so, I'd greatly appreciate it if you would leave a review and also share this show on your social media. It helps more than you know. Until next time.